because they they fuck in the ass, <laughs> and sometimes you get shit on your genitals you to, when that happens. You have, to, you have to clean it with a flag. That's right. Hey, this is movies. Our one of our second Christmas special and our second take of the opening here. Uh, I'm Low Res Wonderbread. With me tonight is uh, Barboza, comma Lam Hans. It's just the whole, just my whole name. Just put it out. <laughs> That's fine. I think I have uh, your I address gonna... or a PO box. Hey, you know, someone sent me uh, an email and said, "Can you give me Kenny's PO box? Could you imagine Kenny trying to set up a PO box?" <laughs> It's just a neighbor. It's just someone's, someone else's house. That's exactly what Kenny gave me, is somebody else's address. So I sent that on to that person. Very kind person. Well, uh, he's living, is he still living in that tra trailer? He is. I'm going out to part? it on Friday for a special Christmas event. So you're having that party with the keg that we spoke about? It, it's not a keg. Um, <laughs> I think it's just going to be a brown bottle from the liquor store. That's what I think nice. I'm in for. Right, just some foreign liquor, whatever. I don't even know foreign. Foreign, as in like what? Uh, typically not drank by Sto white persons. No, like a Estonian or something like that. You know, something very rough. That's like four bucks for a label that you can't even read because it's just weird letters. No, I think it's gonna be like a old English forty because that's what right. that's what Kenny and I used to grab and go to parties uh, back in the day. Is an old Didn't English you... forty. Didn't you guys record a Christmas special like 10 years ago where you just got wasted in your basement or someone's basement? Yep. 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 There's, there was a couple, <laughs> there's, there's a couple of videos uh, that do exist where Kenny and I just put on like a, a camera and uh, dressed up in cr Christmas sweaters and got very intoxicated. So yeah. that's it's something early. that's something that early, happened. early, contest. the early days. Uh, I was gonna wear a beanie like you, but I'm I'm kind of in the middle of. Uh, we bought a couple of cheap beanies, but I didn't try them on because, of course, what would you? And then I got home and I looked like, you know, that rapist from Oz. With the <laughs> Which hat. one? They all rape. What are you talking about? The one that about? has a, the one that has a little hat. Uh, what's his name? Uh, now, by rapist, uh, you mean uh, Munchkin from Oz, no, the Munchkin Mayor? No, 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 no. The, the, the Lollipop the, Guild. You know who I'm talking about. You've been watching that show. What's his name? Uh, Tadabasi. That's him. Yeah. And then yeah. I have another one that's too big, so it looks like I'm sick. So I'm I'm between of like, do I want to look sick or do I want to look like there's a children's <laughs> hat <laughs> that I put on to not you know look bald? So I'm I'm between there. You know what you should have worn is a Santa hat. That would have been the right. See what that bear in the background yeah. is wearing? That's what you should have put on. With lights. With, you should have wrapped yourself up in Christmas light, kind of like first performed, but he used a, a barbed wire vest. <laughs> yeah, he was doing it the horny way. Yep, that's right. Hey, for our patrons right now, patreon.com slash Lores, you can enjoy me with a very nice LGBTQAI. I think they just included sex workers to the LGBTQI. Was that a plus. W? There's a hole. They added a hole to the flag for the sex workers. I don't know if you noticed that. Is it a swollen hole? <laughs> it's just an agitated <laughs> red hole. Um, I forgot my mini USB cord. So unfortunately, the quality of the video tonight is not up to snuff. And I am away for the holidays. I'm going to be spending Christmas with my family. A nice, peaceful Christmas at home. Uh, who, who? Hey, you know what I got? 
I got the King of Comedy on VHS. Isn't that nice? I've been showing this everywhere. I'm so happy to have the King of Comedy on VHS. A nice little uh, gift here. Uh, Robert De Niro. Is that new? Is that? This is not new. This is from 1983. It looks like it's very well maintained. It's not. There's a sticker on it, and you can see it's like peeling here at the top. That's okay. It gives it character. These RCA videotapes from the 80s. I just I realized this when I got back into uh, VHSs for the fourth time. Um, never had a bottom slit or a side slit. Hmm. It's it's just totally boxed in. What do you do every time you get into VHS? Do you, do you uh um do you get rid of them or do you just keep them in somewhere and then you rediscover? that you want them because i remember when i used to buy dvds i would just um like i had a like a hundred of them and then i just got rid of a bunch of them just because i was like well i, I don't need this shit and then later i was like maybe i should have kept them mm -hmm. uh, you know where i got back into collecting physical media so do you get rid of them or you just have them you know it's kind of a perpetual cycle of that because you run out of, I mean, the, the videotapes are not as easily stored as a DVD or especially like a Blu-ray now. You know, it takes up space and all the boxes are different sizes and it's clunky. And so it, it, it damage you know, very easily too if they get like moist, right? The tape gets all sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, so that happens too. I'll buy a tape from eBay and they'll send me a fucking blank. You know, someone sent me an interview with a vampire and they added their Christian propaganda pamphlet that said, Jesus forgives you. And then I popped in an interview with a vampire, which is a gay vampire movie. I don't know what the fuck you were doing with that tape, Christian, uh, right. and selling that. But it was a blank. So they, I think they played a game with me here where it was like, yeah, you bought the gay vampire movie. Well, I'm going to stick this little pamphlet in there and I'm going to give you the broken tape and not even say it. And what are you going to complain? It was $1.92. Uh, asshole psychological mind games yeah never trust christians i guess is what you're saying that's what jerry Christmas. would say and i believe mm -hmm. some things jerry says yeah except on that? christmas though christmas is a christian holiday did i see what do you see that meme that hunter posted where it's like jerry on his pictures he's very serious <laughs> and then, yes and then podcast he's just like the jolliest happiest person yes it's yes i, I did say that it was a very good uh meme from hunter deucing yeah. uh who is the host of the midnight movie cowboys podcast mmc yeah. that show we did once and then they lost they it the lost <laughs> yeah which happened again we did low society during thanksgiving and it was a great long episode, longer than they usually do, two hours plus. I feel like there were a lot of good quips, a lot of good lines. I even have a happy screen cap of everyone smiling and laughing from yeah. the show. And uh, because we used a third-party app because Zoom was acting ridiculous or Discord was acting ridiculous, hmm. um, the episode's gone. It's just gone. So many lost episodes of other people's podcasts featuring Hans yeah. and I. Yep. So we're going to do that tomorrow as a Christmas special, part three. Wonderful. Uh, before we get into the, the theme of this episode, I wanted to ask you, uh, because I went into a, a Twitter rabbit hole about this whole Henry Cavill thing. Oh, uh, Ooh. yeah. What do you, how, how do you feel about, um, um, how can I even, hmm. You're, I, I don't want to say your side, but it's a lot of just Zack Snyder fans that are just very embarrassing about yeah. Cavill not being Superman anymore. You're either on the <laughs> Zack Snyder side or you're on the anyone but Zack Snyder side. 
right. in this case, I, you know, I, I my I, I had a, an annoyance with James Gunn, but it was mainly over Twitter shit because he was an annoying lib and yeah. uh, would tweet very stupid things. But then, you know, he did the Suicide Squad, which I went I went into it thinking I'm going to hate this movie. I'm just going to uh, find this completely obnoxious. And I actually quite liked it. We talked about the, the movie a bit. And, yeah. um, you know, I think it is something that these kind of look creepy. I'm doing different animal faces here on um, Zoom. We'll just do a nice Corey in the corner for now. So I don't have the LGBTQIA sex yeah. worker backdrop. Rest in peace, the queen. <laughs> did you see the, the have you seen the harry and megan come on no no of course not <laughs> someone made conversation with me oh i had to go to a dinner i had to go to a dinner oh. and uh they started talking about harry and megan the person who hosted the dinner and i was like oh yes i've heard good things about that right. <laughs> just the things you say to normal people to make conversation right. abide three hours um yeah no i have not i have not as a matter of fact i have a charlie hebdo uh, uh, illustration of the queen getting George Floyded put up on my, on my wall. Nice. So, yeah, which I have to take down anytime there's like a IT guy who stops by. I'm like, oh shit, this could be misinterpreted for something related to racism. No, it's just a funny Every cartoon. Every time there's a there's a decent person coming to your home. You have to take it down. Oh, I don't care about decent people. I just don't want people who I need, like an internet person seeing that. Right. Minorities. I get it. That happened recently where I had uh, I had to get my internet box fixed. And so like there was just a big square missing from because I have a bunch of like stuff pasted up and there was a big empty square on the wall. And it was the one time ever I've had doormen up in my apartment. I've had like the super and I don't take the shit down, um, but it was the one time anyone analyzed my wall was that can get the, the dude who came out to fix my cable box. And uh, I was like, wow, this was a good day to decide to do that for, for once. Um, and he was like, ah, and he was like a Hispanic construction worker looking guy. And he was like, oh, you have the master Kitano on your wall, as in Takashi oh, wow. Kitano. I was like, wow, you know Takashi Kitano? <laughs> Damn, cool. And he was like, yes, I loved him as Zatochi, the blind swordsman. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even see that one. So you're so, asking to be on the podcast? I should have. He was like, he was yeah. talking to me like, you know, everything went downhill when they added the de-aging effect on Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in X-Men 3. I was like, yeah, I guess it, it kind of did all go downhill from that point. Now everything's fucked. Um, well, sounds like you found that third mic. What's yeah, that's the new Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Did you take your Kaczynski down? Mm-mm. Oh, no, nice. people don't, aren't going to recognize Kaczynski. No. Yeah, not a lot of people recognize him. But if the Queen I mean, is that... kneeling on Meghan Markle's neck, that's a little... People don't know the Queen, but they know the pose. They know it looks it looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such, a, it's such an over-the-top... It reminded me so much of like 90s politically incorrect mad TV... Mad, yeah. mad magazine, rather, shit. I just... Uh, I quite like it. So anyway, to answer your question, I don't know what James Gunn's doing. Uh, it seems like he has some sort of plan, but the fact that Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot are getting cut out of the Flash movie, I think that's interesting. I don't know if I trust his sensibilities, though, for replacing those two mainstays in the DC uh, cinematic universe. It seems like he's more interested in 
re-upping Ben Affleck's subscription to things than anyone else, which I don't even know how that would work or if he'd be directing a Batman movie or something else. I think that could be really cool if they make a transition into, well, maybe they put Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot in The Rock on pause, but then Ben Affleck does like a Justice League movie to take over for Zack Snyder. I think something like that could be cool. But I don't know. I, I have no idea what the plan is. There, there was supposed to be a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton, which is like the thing everyone has wanted. Every nerd yeah. has wanted. Obviously, they probably would have fucked it up somehow. I don't even know how, how you would go about doing that when they just did a Batgirl movie where, where yeah. it was essentially that, right? So I don't know. They're making a lot of weird moves. And it's hard to say what in terms of like some of the projects that got dumped like that batman beyond movie that would be a good one to throw out that doesn't really make sense with what we know if you're the leadership that just got dethroned like see what they're doing i would have gave you the the thing you wanted um but as far as getting rid of these big actors go i like henry cavill as superman i thought he was really good in man of steel he kind of got shortchanged in the other movies that Zack snyder did because it became the ben affleck show which i was fine with I would like to see you, another one with him. I'm I'm a little how do, disappointed. How do you feel about their reaction though? Because I, I feel care. like every time I click on on uh, on the Twitter trend thing that has anything to do with that, it's just a lot of people that kind of look like me. It's a lot of like just <laughs> a lot of just like over 35 year olds being like, oh, "Oh, you you ruined what we could have had," and it's like it's the fucking Superman. Like, I mean, know? it's that's effective though. So you get what you want when you you talk down to these people and miss that's been the lesson learned you get a cool four-hour justice league movie if you do that enough you you will get people to cave they changed the sonic design because people hated that um you know the only reason why henry cavill wound up in black adam is because of that so i mean look i don't feel bad for anybody who takes a contract with disney or dc or whatever company and winds up getting a little bit of verbal abuse on the internet, mm. uh, especially a James Gunn type where you've decided to make that your career. You just hop from yeah. one ship to another. So I, like I said, I like the Suicide Squad, uh, the Peacemaker show. I thought that was a pretty solid series, except for the one episode where there was like a singing montage or something at the end of it. Uh, it was That was shit. But he, he took some like good risks with the show it was a little edgier than what you typically get nowadays even on hbo uh you know they were saying like faggot and retard and and doing all that stuff and i was like oh wow this almost feels like the old days this feels like 2011 or something i don't know right so i i I, as far as all that goes getting rid of henry cavill getting rid of gal gadot especially like i just hope they don't decide to double down on what the plan originally was, which was going to be Ta-Nehisi Coates, J.J. Abrams, Superman, where you're going to have a, like a black Superman. And then the Wonder Woman replacement was supposed to be like um, some alternate timeline Latina or whatever. I, I don't know. I think there was a leak. Just Marvel? That. They were just going to do Marvel then? Right. I think it was going to be something along those lines. But that's what the Supergirl character was was essentially for, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm open-minded, but I'm not optimistic. And the fact that they decided to yank those two, and even The Rock, 
I mean, Black Adam, I guess, is now considered a flop. I don't. Did I you wasn't. See it? No. Hmm. No, and I'm not going to see it's it. It's on HBO I, Max now, I think. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't. I downloaded a uh, when it initially leaked as a 1080p copy, like a clean actual copy, not a cam copy. I went to the end to take a look at the Henry Cavill Superman scene, which looked awful. The compositing on that was ghastly. It looked like something that you would see it like a, like a, a fan film YouTuber do when they're doing like a Gotham City backdrop. Because it was literally, you know, there's one that comes to mind specifically where there's a Batman fan film where they got Michael Madsen to play Harvey Bullock. Because apparently wow. that's not beneath Michael Madsen. And when they when they had the two of them on a rooftop. Should I show it? I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it up. By all means, pull it up to make up for this horrible, grainy 480p cam tonight. Not my usual oh. smooth imaging. But I haven't seen it. I just realized that he has like Hindu, like Hindi subtitles at the bottom. Uh, what? Or- it should be on YouTube in perfect English. But no, leave the Hindi subtitles. I feel like that's fitting yeah, yeah. of this. It, it will make more sense of it. Yes. <laughs> so how far into the movie is it? I think it's pretty early on. I, I want to say it's within the okay. first like five minutes. Because if you have a star, also there's a lot of celebrities in this Batman fan. The Chris Daughtry singer from American Idol season five Remember plays him? Hugo Strange. They also Twins. got the Pan's Labyrinth lanky guy who plays all the creatures in oh, Guillermo yeah. del Toro's films. He plays mm-hmm. either the Riddler or the Scarecrow or something. Hmm. What on Black Adam? No, 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 no. And the dying is easy. Not dying is easy. Oh, no. I, I, what, I, what, I, what I meant is, uh, should I pull up the Henry Cavill scene? Oh, that has that makes much more sense that it has Hindi subtitles. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Do that one as opposed to an actual copy where it's going to get us flagged. Not a single episode of this show in maybe two months has been eligible for monetization on YouTube. <sighs> so... And it's because we keep pulling up YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube clips of WB movies and Disney movies. So is this a close to the end, you said? Yeah, just don't play the audio. You okay. can get a, a perfect idea of what I'm talking about as far as the green screen compositing goes. It's like he's hanging out on a... They, they did a green screen and they were just like, I don't know, just fill it in black, I guess. It was nighttime, oh, wow. it could be that anything. Looks, looks terrible. Uh, it doesn't look like The Rock and him are in the same location because they obviously weren't. This is pretty clean. Yep, and you get the Viola Davis, Amanda Waller cameo. This is Korean, not Hindi. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Little houses, circular houses. I don't yes. know. It's the only Asian <laughs> language with circles in the, the text and in, in the writing. I should know that. <laughs> yeah, you maybe. Maybe you should. You're Chinese. Here you go. And here's the man of the hour, recently unemployed Henry Cavill. So you get uh, Black Adam's background already looks kind of, it could go either way, yeah. you know. But the smoke, it's hard to yeah. make. Look at how perfectly cut. Hold on. Back it up. Sorry. <laughs> you got to back this up. When he's a silhouette, look at how fucking perfectly cut he is from the smoke. A little bit further. Little bit, bring him in a little more. Pause, pause, pause. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's a perfect silhouette. That's Unsolved Mysteries. 
um, <laughs> looks completely trash. How did this, this digital compositor get hired? Even like he's too crisp. He's far too crisp. Yeah. They, they could add, just add a Gaussian blur vignette. So he's a little fuzzy, you know, and it blends him in a little bit better. I know that. I could do that. I could fucking do that with this video right here. And it would look more realistic than that Henry Cavill clip. Well, Awful. you know, they're hiring like poor Sri Lankans for like five, like three bucks an hour to do this type of thing. It, you know, they like are. They actually are. Pent See, Pentium 3 computer, you know, mm -hmm. Windows 95. <laughs> because the people who know what they're doing charge too much money and they dump mm -hmm. the budget into more visual effects as opposed to quality visual effects. Because yeah. the whole movie's that now. So you have to spread it out. You can't just have, you know, one or two, and then you put a guy on a harness and fucking put a put a projector behind him. You know, Tom Cruise was walking down the street in his coat, and they had rear projection. They don't want to do that anymore. They're they don't like that. They did that with Batman, kind of. They did the digital projection, the Batman, uh, which doesn't even feel like this year. That felt like years ago. That was this year. Yes. Is that on your list? For our upcoming episode of <laughs> my which list? 2022 movie? No, my opinion of that continues to sink. You know what I just watched is The Fablemans. And Paul Dano's in that movie. And he's actually acting well. And I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Dano was in was The Batman. And he fucking sucked in The Batman. <laughs> he sang in The Batman. He started saying, Abi Marie. Uh, yeah. It was so bad. It reminded me of how terrible that movie, like, it just sinks. It sinks an hour and a half in. And that's why I don't rewatch anything. I saw that in the theater and I was like, all right, cool. I don't need to see this again because mm -hmm. it's just going to ruin my opinion of it. And then every time you mention it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually did suck. Oh, hmm. That was, I guess I was impressed by the. That's why I'm, I don't want to rewatch Avatar 2 because I really liked it. And yeah, I feel you like saw Avatar 2. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, and I was like, "This is great!" Like, this was that is, your um, decision? Or was that your your girl's decision? No, it, it was mine. Uh, wow. She loves the first one, but I had not seen the first one. I was like, "I feel like th the reason why I haven't seen the first one is because I I wanted to see it in the theater, and I just never did." Uh, but then I thought, you know, this is type of the mo movies that you're supposed to see in the theater, so we went to see it, and uh, yeah, I really liked it. But I think it's one of those cases of uh, because you were there, you know, the mm -hmm. experience is like the whole thing. And I feel like if I watched it at home, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. Uh, and uh, that's why I don't like rewatching movies that much. I feel like first impression is all I need. And then every time, maybe not every time, but a lot of the time when I rewatch them, I'm like, oh, that's, uh, you know, I'm not as I'm in my underwear at home, just <laughs> eating shit. And I'm just like, ah, maybe this wasn't as good as I, I remember. So I just try to avoid doing that. What is the actual story to Avatar 2, if you can condense it to a sentence? So, oh, I don't know if I could, it's three hours. Oh. But uh, so the colonel from the first one uh, gets revived or his DNA gets put into an avatar. So now he's an avatar and he's going to uh, hunt Jake Sully. Uh, when he sees that, Jake moves his family to... This other, what are they called? What are the the aliens called? Um, the Navi. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's a water Navi type of people. So he goes there to be protected by them and, and make sure that his family doesn't get killed. And then um, the Colonel, that's an Avatar now, uh, he's hunting him pretty much. So it's it's 
for most of the movie, uh, it's uh, Jake and his family, mostly his family. He's he's not really that much in, in it. Uh, they focus a lot on, on the kids, which I didn't really mind that much. But um, uh, it's the kids trying to adjust from being jungle people to being water people. Uh, and then, you know, they get found and then there's like this huge fight and, and that's that's three and a half hours. Jungle uh, but, people to water people. Sounds like yeah. the history of Filipinos. <laughs> right. But uh, I feel like it's definitely a movie that you need to see in the theater because visually it's amazing. Like it's it looks so good. Everything about it. And uh, I didn't see the first one. So I, I and I, I tried watching it before seeing it, uh, but it's so long that I, I didn't have enough time. And I, I don't think this is the type of movie that you're supposed to see on a TV screen like this, uh, like a movie theater experience type of thing. So I was maybe blinded by that uh, because the story is not that complex. Uh, it's James Cameron. So you're not going to get, you know, the deepest storyline. But uh, 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 it has a lot of like emotional moments that do hit. I feel and uh, and visually it's really great. So it's but it's you didn't feel that way about Clerks Three, no, not at all. No, no, because it's not you know fifty year olds being like you're supposed to be my best friend. It's just like <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That'll be Avatar Five. You just gotta wait a couple yeah. years. Yeah, Jake yeah. is just old. And- the the first Avatar movie, I feel like that was the reason why they started selling those three D TVs that never took off. Uh, the 3d craze was right it's right at its height and it petered out in what like 2012 or so that's when they start uh, stopped doing that as like a main viewing experience for for the theatrical releases and the 3d tvs never really landed with people the same way that going to the movie theater and seeing a film in 3d did I feel like they fucked it up because they would just make every other movie 3D when it wasn't necessary for the movie, right? Just yeah. to get that extra money. So then you have movies like The Hobbit. I, I think that was in 3D. I think. Or or those movies that are just like, you just don't need it. I remember seeing a couple of them on 3D uh, that I, I can't even think of right now because they were not memorable at all. And the whole gimmick was, well, they're 3D movies, so you were supposed to come see in the theater and they were just bad. So... The Hobbit was also in 60 frames per second. Right. He was trying that, to do... That's not the one I'm thinking of. I, he was I trying to do something was like, with that one and, and make it I think it that like one was... You're there. Was the, you know the seats where they have... Like, they throw like water in your face and, and their seat moves? That's 40. I think that's what the Hobbit... That's what the Hobbit was. It was terrible. <laughs> that was just like, this is just a shit movie and now my seat moves. This sucks. Oh, my face is wet now. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I remember. I saw. I remember seeing Beowulf, which was animated, and wow. that was in 3D. You know, it's like that's oh, all right. This is not, you know, just not necessary. And I feel like that was a gimmick that just didn't work because a lot of the movies they put out on 3D, it felt like it was just so that you would pay extra instead of something that actually needs the, the 3D effect, not like a Jaws 3D. You know, my I think my best memories of the 3D film going experience where like really cheap things like my uh, my was it my bloody valentine 3d or something like that (laughs) yeah uh stuff like when when slasher movies came back into uh popularity through the remakes like the friday the the guy from supernatural and then Mm -hmm. you just get the pickaxe coming at you yeah Yeah. you either get jensen ackles in that one or you get (laughs) uh jared padalecki in friday the 13th those yeah. were fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that whole era of you're going to see paranormal activity or you're going to see a remake of an 80s slasher. And there were tons right. of them. 
and they were usually like okay. They were usually they at were least fun. a four out of ten instead of a one out of ten, which is what I'd rate things like Scream and everything else from this. So they're doing Scream in New York now. Was Scream Six or something like that? They're, I think they're just going to call it Scream with an exclamation oh. point. I hate that as well. This is the the they went from the E being a three or the A being a four to now it's an exclamation point. Yep. Um, I feel like those movies, uh, they were fun. Like you were saying, um, I I don't think that they're remembered as as what they were because a lot of people hold the originals in such high regard that probably from not seeing them in a long time. But if you watch those remakes that came out in the early 2000s, you have that Friday third. Maybe not the Nightmare on Elm Street. That was kind of shit. No, that was the uh, end of it. That that was horrible. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came around that time. If you watch them now, they're like they they're not that far apart from the original. You know, because mm-hmm. people forget that the first one in the franchise, kind of not great. And the first Friday the Thirteenth is it's it's all right. You know, but it's not it's not uh, I feel like the, the memory of just that franchise of like the icon of Jason kind of clouds people judgment. And uh, if they were to rewatch it, uh, they probably wouldn't feel as strongly as as they do. The, the one exception is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But but uh, those remakes were fun. At least they were having fun with them, not like what they do now, where it's more about trying to bring them into modern day sensibilities where you just want to see people getting killed, you know? Right. I think, well, with the Scream movies especially, back in 96, if you had a super fan that was played by Jamie Kennedy, yeah. um, that was kind of charming because super mm-hmm. fan characters didn't exist yet. They weren't, they, there was no need to be meta in anything. Right. And then you had this kind of character. But now that's everyone. And in the Scream movie, that's everyone. And it just feels like you're browsing Reddit and someone on Reddit wrote all the dialogue. And that's the worst thing in the world. And I'm getting attacked today on Twitter. For I don't know if you saw this. If you saw this on Twitter, you stood by and let them attack me. No defense from you. No defense from Jerry. I got attacked, viscerally attacked, but it felt like a physical attack. You know, uh, because I said... you went- I, I said, if if uh, a top 10 list of 2022 has everything, everywhere, all at once in it, it is an invalid list. I got so much flack, not just on Twitter. I got some very rude comments on Twitter from some non-accounts who have no tweets of their own, but just reply tweets to people. If you go on these oh, profiles, wow. they, it'll be blank profile. It'll be like, huh? And then you click Those tweets burners. and replies. And it's just fucking retard. <laughs> retard (laughs) and this guy hit me like five times in a row saying why are you so miserable this is the most cynical take i've ever seen you're not that deep bro things like that and then i read the worst most pretension and overly (laughs) cynical take on this entire godforsaken world that seems like a and then he he or somebody who agrees hopped on a burner and was like why are you posting your l bro you sound so pretentious like he's like po- it, the way that it was uh, written reads like I was a fan of you, but you're so pretentious. And I've never seen this guy before in my life. No, he doesn't and follow I, anyone. No, and I keep a good yeah. r- long record of everyone who has ever left a comment on anything I've released. So I know that the Kinoplex or whatever his name was is not one of these guys, and he has a Ralph the Movie Maker avatar. So says enough. But then I you just, know what I, I what I, I wind up doing. So f- Hang on. Sorry. Let me let me finish here. Is, is yeah. what I often do 
and this is a good cheat code for growing your following on any platform is after I go and make a tweet, I will screen cap the tweet and I will post it over on Facebook because if you write a post on Facebook, eight people will see it. If you post an image on Facebook, 200 people will see it and then it gets circulated around. And I got a lot of cringe, cringe take, cringe, cr- very annoyed Zoomers calling my take on everything, everywhere, all at once, cringe. So I, I've, I've reached that threshold <laughs> with them. It's, it's fine. I just don't, I don't understand getting so upset about someone that you don't even follow. You don't even know. You don't even like, you've never heard of them like this guy. And then he's like, yeah, well, he's fucking butthurt. That now, I hold on a second, Hans. You've done this plenty of times to people where you dunk on people and quote tweet. <laughs> I've seen you do this many times. I mean, I don't do five fucking replies to the same post <laughs> calling them a loser <laughs> no i, I think like, it's just i think it's funny that it's this movie has this kind of like very Zack snyder-esque passion impassioned fan base where you will get the brunt of uh of their ire if you say the wrong thing about the film and i'm still you know it, there's actually way more on facebook about this so i'm currently up to a solid 216 likes on uh, on that tweet on facebook and it's like very 50 50. um someone wrote rare low res l movie was great cope harder doomer man i'm sorry but if a movie can make me laugh and cry repeatedly in a little over two hours i have to praise it Cry repeatedly. All right. Get your hormones in check. <laughs> what the heck? Yes. Uh, movie rocked incredibly hard. Such a good movie. Gotta love when people shit on great movies just for some temporary internet infamy. You know, that's Wait, what I'm so this for. guy, I'm going through Benson's tweets and he just went through your entire timeline instead of replying to everything he did he got he got very annoyed with that one tweet and then saw everything else and was like this guy's fucking awful about everything and just kid taking me down Uh, it was very enjoyable i actually quite enjoy whenever people try to come for me over especially over like a movie related thing that's fun just faceless people that don't even follow they follow like 13 people but they spend the whole time just fighting about people not liking the movie they enjoy yeah but yeah that's fine you know people are people you know let people enjoy things is what i adhere to Mm -hmm. yeah it's not hey listen it's not on my my bottom 10 of 2022 which we'll we'll talk about at some point by the way, we're going to have a special guest. So last year, and maybe the year before, I, I mm-hmm. definitely last year, I don't think we did 10 best watched for 2020. I don't think. Maybe not. But we did for 2021. We did, we did five because we couldn't we couldn't pick 10, I think. You're right. And you know, no, 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 you're, you're correct about that. I think uh, I did a top 10 list and you did like a top five for the best oh, yeah. movies of 2020. But I'm saying best yeah. movies watched in actually no right. i think we might have done a list because yeah, i remember I saying so. that husbands was the best thing i watched in 2020 for 2021 the best thing i watched was uh breaking away we're gonna do another pair of episodes coming up uh where it's the 10 best films watched in 2022 and then the, the 10 best films of 2022 and we'll also be talking about the worst films of 2022 but i can uh say here 
with safety, I believe. Maybe he'll cancel. Just like my the, the two guests I teased for the Thanksgiving show canceled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They will go so, on. Uh, well, one didn't really cancel. They just uh, stopped stop talking uh, via text. I have to give them a call because they don't check their text messages because phones are, are kind of difficult for this well, individual. NB? Are you talking about NB? No, I'm not. That oh. guy, he said he wouldn't be a good guest at the last minute, which is like a, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really Bro. happy with that person. But you know, oh, the other right. person... The other person shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to fucking have fun with your shitty ass movies that we all watched, and no, I'm not gonna be a good guest. All right then, fucking. After saying, after agreeing to it twice, mm-hmm. and then acting like he didn't get the email and said I didn't get the email, and then we did this whole song and dance, and then the night of, yeah. this director cancels. Uh, but no, the other person just has a hard time with uh, smart technology, so. That could probably be right. still arranged, the second one. And it might might be. We'll see. But Abel Ferrara. Yes. <laughs> oh God, I wish. Wouldn't that be great to ask Abel Ferrara his ten best or worst things watched in twenty twenty two? I might go I might go to see movies. I might go see Abel Ferrara. He's gonna be doing a Q and A uh, around the time I get back to New York. So Or what? What movie is he putting out? Uh, I think he's just gonna stand on a street corner and take uh-huh. field questions. In the soapbox, just yeah. He's gonna be eating soap. He's gonna be eating bars of soap from for dollars. Um, <laughs> those teeth. Um, <laughs> oh god. Ugh. So are we gonna tease who the the guests? For oh no! Time? I'll just say it's Mar- Mario Cuomo will be joining us for the ten best things watched in twenty twenty two. So oh, I thought it was someone different. Didn't you mention someone different? No, I'm not having What's Buddy Duress tell me what he watched in 2022 or anything like that. In jail? What did you, <laughs> what did you watch in jail? No, no, no. I thought we were having a, a previous guest from from uh, the Kevin Smith episode. Kevin Smith? That's Mario Cuomo. N- no. Wasn't it Robbie? Wasn't yeah, Robbie? we did a Kevin Smith like View Askew retrospective. Right two years ago or something with Robbie. Yeah, Robbie oh, will yeah, be on for Robbie Goodwin. I mean, I wouldn't tease Robbie Goodwin. <laughs> He'll be joining us for the 10 Worst Films show. I'd tease him for having a goatee in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a goatee? Wow. Yeah. You should point it's that handsome out during Robbie the show. Now. Handsome it's Robbie. Handsome Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. No new exciting names for a little bit for this show, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I have to go through my list. I made a, a, a short list of about 30 movies, I think, um, that I have like a preference towards, but I don't have the 10 yet set in stone. I don't even know what number one is this year. In the previous years, it was pretty set in stone far and away. There was going to be Husband's. Uh, looking for Mr. Goodbar was pretty close to contention with with breaking away. I don't know what it is for me this year. Um, maybe I'll just go through that list right now, the short list. And then I'm also still narrowing down what my 10 best films of 2022 are. I do have to figure that out as well. I do have a set 10 at the moment. Do you have that currently? Do you have a 10 list for 2022? The top? No. I think I have a hand list of people of movies I've watched, not top really. Uh, but let me tell you the movie that we're gonna 
discuss today is probably well, hold on no 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 wait, wait 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 pause pause, pause. we're not we're okay. 40 minutes in this is its own episode okay. now All right. okay so this is hey this is going to be a youtube freebie probably maybe or maybe we'll, yeah. i don't know and if you want to go to patreon.com slash low res right now because we're going to re- end this and begin that you're going to get a christmas story how about that we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about another christmas film because we're days away from the big day are you excited for christmas hans sure <laughs> yeah i'm a very jolly person well you're very on theme tonight because you have a yeah. green and red and you get a red shirt on yeah. it's very holly jolly yeah i uh i'm feeling the spirit i've seen two christmas movies this well not three are we going to talk about the two or just the one you know jake miller wanted to come on for a christmas story christmas but i think we'll just wind up getting into it anyway. i don't know if there's a whole lot to say about it yeah no i mean well, we'll we'll get into it, but uh, I've seen I guess three Christmas movies this year, all of them for for this show. Well, do you um, count? Do you count uh, Christmas Story two? I didn't. Did have I seen? We it? watched some of that back in November. <laughs> all right, last yeah. year. You know, I put on. My memory on, doesn't. I put on a Christmas Story two, and I've said this many times before, but the entire apartment cleared out into the cold to avoid this movie. You know, I put on I put on a Christmas story too, and it made me want to go upstairs and run a hot bath at the hottest level and put my hands under the faucet and melt the skin off my hands. Have you watched that at the Airbnb or was it just a trailer? No, it was the full movie. And I remember maybe two minutes of it. It was great. We all loved it. And then you guys watched Possession while I was crashing at a hotel. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? Another Christmas yeah. movie. You know what's a good idea for a theme? I, and maybe this isn't actually a good idea for a theme, but a good idea for a theme in my head the other day, not even for this podcast, just I was thinking, good theme for thinking is movies that feel spiritually Christmas but aren't Christmas movies. Okay. Like... Um. Die Hard. No, that's a Christmas that that takes place. There's Christmas elements to it. I mean, no oh. Christmas elements at all. Okay. Um, out cold. There's, there's snow. I don't know. What was that? I think of was that exactly was that the Jamaican bobsled? Coming. Oh, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, he was in it, and uh, Victoria Silverstadt shows him these her boobs. I think in it, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm Zach Galifianakis, and I just saw some titties." Oh, that's the movie. It's one of those, you know, early 2000 uh, comedies where it's like, hey, what if we do American Pie, but it's on ice and there's uh, we're snowboarders or, you know, hey, how about it's American Pie, but we skateboard, you know, remember that that period of time where it would just be a sport and then you have the typical, you know, you have the goofball character who's just like a stoner who's the friend and he's very gross. And then you have the main guy who's like a guy with no personality, but he gets the girl for whatever reason. And you have the jog who's just an, a jerk, but he's very muscular and handsome. Yeah. So, so it's that. <laughs> it's that, but, you know, in a slope. Uh, well, I cold. do love slopes. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, I, I would say, uh, uh, you know, Private Chat, the, the movie directed by mm. Ben Hosey. You know, you see a little bit of snow in there, I think. Feels like mm. cool toned. Hanabi, the Takashi. There's some snow in that movie. That could be a Christmas movie. Um, what's on my Do you shelf? Think I, I, it's what shot is a 
Christmas Well, that's movie? a real Christmas. That takes place during Christmas. Okay. All right. Well, uh, really liar, liar. Actually, Liar, Liar feels more like a summertime movie. Um, uh, Scrooged. Wait, yeah, no. I'm so yeah, bad at this game. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I never saw Christmas that. vibe. Okay. Uh, uh, Star Wars Christmas special. You know, I had like a good list in my head and it just disappeared right when I brought this subject. Yeah. Up. Well, you were, you were, I was thinking about this the other day and I couldn't think of one. No, I couldn't. I could. <laughs> uh, maybe Blade Runner 2. Okay. Maybe. There's some snow on that. Yeah, I guess. Did you check out the Barbie trailer or Oppenheimer trailers? Just the Barbie one. The, uh, the Space Odyssey one. Hmm. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't see the full. They released another one, right? There's a trailer with with Bar Barbie that takes um after 2001, and then they show glimpses of Simi Lou. You're really trying to make oh. that guy happen. That's that's not going to work. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Um, no. and then Ryan Gosling. With, with if John guys. Cho, if John Cho didn't happen, he's not going to happen. John know? Cho kind of happened. It's just that he made wrong decisions. Yeah. I just he should have done more it, searching and less cowboy bebop. Isn't what's his name? Samo Simu Lu. Simu like Lu. Isn't know. he like fifty years old and is trying to make him into you know whatever? You know, I got some nice vegan banana bread here, and this is what reminds me of Simu Lu is vegan banana bread. <laughs> that's what I look at uh, whenever he pops up in a film. I go, ah, that's what that is. Yeah, um, banana bread. Well, that's that's that was racist, and it didn't even occur to me that what very, you were doing you there know, for a second. Um, very a Christmas story. It is, and that will be our transition point <laughs> into a Christmas story. So join us for that next episode. We're going to be talking about a Christmas story. Uh, I'm going to go take a urine break and grab a coffee because there are. I was surprised. You know, I come home. And I get surprised. I love a good surprise. But the surprise this time was there were three iced coffees in the fridge and four Red Bulls because they know uh, I want my heart to explode and to pass away for Christmas. So that was a wonderful treat. And I'll be uh, I'll be digging into that. They also make the mistake frequently because my my folks are older. They get me the sugar Red Bulls and not the sugar free Red Bulls, which is one hundred and forty more calories and sits on your teeth fat. and it rots. Yeah. yeah, it's just pure. It turns to fat. All that energy you're burning turns into lard. So, yeah, so you're doing you're doing the same thing as me. It's just like you're trying to die before you make it. So you become like a cult. That's figure. right. You figure out the strategy. <laughs> Mass State Lottery is never coming out. It's just going to be lore. It's going to be legend. Yeah. They'll be talking about it in 40, like Magnificent Ambersons. Um, like no, the, I. The day the clown died. The day the clown died again. Yeah, you know, that was the that was the kiss of death. He's dressing up Buddy like Jerry Lewis in that movie. Yeah, bringing back all. You know, a lot of people have been asking why are you still shooting Mass State Lottery. It's because <laughs> there's work that needs to be done. Uh, I am flying in Nicholas Joroff, January, early January. We're getting to work on stuff for Mass State Lottery, but stuff for also for uh, we're we're going to be doing. And I don't know when this is going to come out in 2023. I need to get the movie done first. There's a version of it that's done, and it's a matter of tightening all the bolts. I have a production diary 
40-minute episode right now on patreon.com slash Laura since Hans and I could not sync our schedules up um, that you guys can listen to if you go to patreon.com slash Laura's $5 tier. It's not going anywhere else because I spilled some dirt on the film and some of the actors. So oh. go listen to that. Oh, now I I have to pay to listen to you talking <laughs> shit about me. Uh, are you flying in, flying in his bus too? Yes, it it's him? the magic school bus. <laughs> uh, he's flying in on that. Uh, we're we're going to be shooting for the movie, but we're also going to be shooting for what is going to be a supplemental series that exists in the same. It's the the MSLU. Yeah, that's catchy. Um, Mass State Lottery Universe. Yeah, that's like university. Great idea. It's actually was, all the all, they're, the... they're in college. They're all young. It's a prequel. So we're gonna dress up Nick in a Letterman jacket. He's gonna be kind of like the cool bully at the school, and my my guy's a dork. He's a nerd. He gets picked on, but then they become friends in the end. That sets up the movie. That's what we're shooting. Hans is like the Hans is actually. You know, this is kind of a controversial, but modern modern times kind of move to make. Hans's character, Mass State Lottery, is male, but when you go yeah. to Mass State Lottery University, turns out he's born female. He's wearing a long yeah. wig and a dress and high heels. He's even taller. He's very born, yeah. born to born dressed to kill. I was gonna say born to kill. Maybe no, it's just gonna was. be me. Just a remake of cruising, and it's just me. You know, cruising around with hair. And uh, a fat suit because of no. I think it's going to be a remake of the 2020 Caitlyn Jenner interview from from 2016. That's really me cross my legs wearing a wearing a skirt. (laughs) How would you feel if I did present you a script? I was like, all right, so this is the next project. I have this role in mind for you. This this big role, Mm -hmm. and it is uh, just trans woman. Yeah, Um, I don't know. I don't think I. What are you transphobic? uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, you um, already played. What if it's just a gradual sissification? It's like, all right, we're starting. Like, you're starting you off as a gay man, and now it's going to be a trans woman, and now it's a trans woman, and we're going to show the genital mutilation. Just and, my whole career is just you trying to humiliate me in, <laughs> in everything we do. It's like, how much can I push the envelope on this? This trans, with gay, you know, gay it, serial killer. Now you cut your penis off on yes, camera. There's going to be uh, a, a you're going to get uh, bimboified in the film. We're going to dress you up like Barbie and you're going to have a mm. blonde wig and a big pink dress. It's going to be too big. It's going to be pointy on the sides like a Cynthia doll. And yeah. your job is you're going to charm all the hunks, and we're going to see that play out for 80 minutes of the movie before you uh, die. But the hunks are just you guys. It's just Jerry, <laughs> it's, it's Jake. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jake. And uh, the winning stud is, of course, Kenny, because he does land yeah. all the ladies. And then you're going to be playing Divine, where you just eat a piece of shit from the sidewalk. Yeah, that's right. And you're going to pretend you're enjoying it. Yeah. And this will be this will be the movie that never gets released. This will just stay on the shelf and will be uh, the other side of the wind <clears throat> yeah. to, to go with Orson Welles again. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to do business hours, and that's going to be probably three to six episodes because there's a whole massive amount of uh, stuff that we shot that just doesn't um, doesn't really well. How can I put it? 
it's it's a little too peripheral to everything that's going on with the movie and the storyline of the film. And no, no, it's sh- world expansion. No, 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 no. This was pre-planned before <laughs> we shot the movie. You know, he had this idea of, of doing a series as an introduction. To well, no, no. I mean, we did talk about doing a series when we started shooting, but we realized we're not going to have any time at all to indulge yeah. that. We have to shoot. We have to spend all of this time on the movie and even the second time meeting up we're like yeah we'll we'll shoot a couple of little segments here and there for a series or something uh supplemental no time we did yeah. we did one thing on the fly after we shot for like a day where it was me and you out at the mall and then going to chinatown and stuff one oh, thing yeah. came of that and it's unfinished and uh it's probably going to go into mass state lottery anyway because Fuck it, why not? It looks good. Yeah. It looks good and yeah. it plays well enough. Um, by the way, you know, you're the only person in the collective who hasn't seen the existing cut. I know. The fuck? <laughs> I sent it to uh I sent it to Jake because he's uh-huh. been hounding me, you know, and he's like, Let me you gotta you gotta let me everyone's talking about having seen it. You know, Spencer's talking about Spencer our visual effects guy, seen it. Uh probably Jerry's been talking about it. You know, and all the, the feedback has been good. It's been really good. Right. Better than I expected, actually. Uh, for, again, what's a rough cut of the movie. Uh, a three-hour cut? Uh, it's almost three hours, that is. Mm-hmm. What, the finished cut is going to be about 90 minutes. So that's just what we've been doing is to make things kind of convenient to the story. We're condensing certain aspects and fleshing out two other aspects of the story um, and the characters that I think we could uh, build upon a little bit better. And then everything else that isn't in the direct um, stream of that. And there is quite a lot. You know, when I wrote the script, and I said this in the production diary, I guess I'm putting it in this this episode too. When I wrote the script, my, my background in creating things is novel writing. And so when you're writing a novel, you're thinking, I got to do 30,000 words here. I have to build like a whole world essentially. And I have to explain people and do this and that. And there's a massive immersive thing. And I thought when I was writing mass state lottery, cause it had been a while since I had written a script back then it was called hobgoblin. I was like, mm. I can't do that. I can't do that with the script. I have to get back into the mindset of screenwriting, not novel writing. And I thought I did that and I didn't do that. And I should have known better when the script was 150 pages. And uh, we did like a four-hour read-through on one of those early drafts of the script. And it was like a, th- oh, yeah. it was such a long time. Um, and then uh, you know we shot the movie, and I was like, I guess it's stupid to be surprised that it came out to four hours and change. But I was like, we either shot too much or too little, and I really thought it was going to be too little, and it was way too much. So yeah. we have all this good shit. It's really good too. Um, and it's just a matter of there not being room for it in the movie. So we're going to take that and I'm going to figure out what we can do with that as a series and also build upon it, maybe do some character vignettes or something. And um, unfortunately, that means some people are getting cut from the film. Might be some familiar faces to you guys uh, who tune into this show pretty frequently. But uh, obviously, it's not Buddy DeRest because that's how I'm making the fucking money back. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting cut from the. Film. You're getting cut from the movie. It's now, <laughs> uh, it's now just going to be me and Nick. Mm. So that's that's how that's going to go. But anyway, so that's that's the state of things. 
And you know what? Maybe I revealed too much here. This might be a bonus episode now. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Revealing too much. It's it's almost an hour. Uh, so maybe yeah, just throw it on on Patreon and then. Well, but then I then again, you're teasing a lot of things that would be that might get people interested in watching it. That you know, if they're on Patreon, they already know they can watch it or they have already watched it. So mm. just fucking put it out there. Why not? Yeah. All right. All right. I guess we'll just go up on YouTube. Fuck it. All right. That's been movies for this week. Thank you for listening and join us for that five dollar Patreon tier episode of Christmas Story and I, I guess a Christmas Story Christmas mm-hmm. where you'll see uh, Dallas Saunier starring as Ralphie. That's what I just kept thinking when I was watching that movie is this guy looks like Dallas. He looks so much like Dallas Saunier. Uh, rest in peace, Dallas. Rest in peace, Dallas. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>